Hello, GCISD. My name is Kristen Snively, Executive Director of Communications, and you're listening to GCISD's Meeting Minutes. As you know, every month we will release an episode of Meeting Minutes after our regular Board of Trustees meeting. Occasionally, the board hears presentations that really showcase the great work done here in GCISD. We will take these presentations and air them in their entirety as bonus episodes of Meeting Minutes. This month, we're sharing the LEAD 2.0 highlight on dyslexia. We hope you enjoy this bonus episode of Meeting Minutes. At this time, I would like to turn the meeting over to Superintendent Dr. Robin Ryan for our LEAD 2.0 highlight, followed by recognitions. Dr. Ryan. Thank you, President Rodriguez. As we continue to use our strategic plan, LEAD 2.0, to guide our work each month, we highlight a different aspect of the district in this portion of the meeting to show our trustees and our community how the four LEAD 2.0 goals are impacting our students. This month, we're going to highlight the positive impact that our dyslexia programs have had on students in GCISD. I'll turn it over to Dr. Snouts for an introduction. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Ryan. So as many of you know, October is Dyslexia Awareness Month, and we're excited to honor that and, and just showcase the greatness uh, that our team, Amy and her team, uh, does for our students. I think we saw Wyatt in that video at GES who uh, mentioned his uh, the impact that the dyslexia support has had on his learning. Uh, but that not only happens at GES, but district-wide. And so, Amy, uh, just want to turn it over to you and, and just thank you and your team for all the work that you do. Uh, as you can imagine, during the pandemic, this has been a difficult job for this team to, you know, close gaps and to build liter literacy skills for those learners. Uh, it's great to have them back in person, face to face, and uh, their work is pivotal in making sure that uh, our kids grow as, as skilled readers and, and learners throughout their GCISD career. So, Amy, go ahead. Um, Dr. Ryan, Board of Trustees, we appreciate getting to share just a little bit of what's going on um, with dyslexia in the district. Um, my name is Amy Montemayor, and I am the Director of Interventions, and I have with me Cindy Felker, um, the District Literacy Intervention Teacher, um, and then Sherry Keith, one of our Literacy Interventionists from Heritage Elementary, and then Joshua, who's going to come talk to us in just a little bit, too. Um, but this is our group up here. Obviously, we couldn't bring all 24 of them here today. Um, but one part that was important to us was um, getting our group together. Um, we've had some new members, and during the pandemic, we really didn't have much time um, to be together. So this gave us a great opportunity um, to learn about ourselves and ways to help our students. Um, so as Dr. Schnaut said, October is Dyslexia Awareness Month, and so our students and our literacy interventionists um, celebrate that in different ways across the district. So you can see some of the examples right there. Um, we talk about famous people um, that are dyslexic and also um, other skills that our students have. So when students start dyslexia intervention, um, we know that reading may be difficult for them, but we do a couple different activities to find what their strengths are. Um, and I'm going to turn it over to Cindy Falker. Okay, in working towards goal four, um, we work to provide um, impactful professional development for staff, including a dyslexia flex model, and it's completed by all teachers during the summer. Uh, we have dyslexia simulations. These simulations allow our teachers to experience what students with dyslexia go through as they are learning to read. And our goal is for teachers to walk away with a greater understanding of dyslexia and also empathy towards their students. 
we've had 164 students, um, I mean, new teachers attend a dyslexia simulation this year. And also our literacy intervention team, we deliver continuous professional development during the year, either during, during campus PLCs or district PLC days. And we also have, um, we continue to partner with the Read Parent Group. We offer three parent programs, both in the spring and fall, including the Dyslexia Simulation, Experience a Dyslexia Lesson, and digital accommodations. We have had attendees, both parents and staff members that come from multiple districts in our area, which we feel speak highly of our programs. Continuing on, some other things that we have accomplished so far this year is, um, as we know, some of our students continue um, in GCISD online, and we have some students that um, will flip to that remote conferencing. So we continue to provide dyslexia intervention um, in both of those arenas. Um, a communication with classroom teachers is important daily, but also as students transition out of dyslexia intervention um, back into the classroom. Um, not only do we provide a learning for parents and teachers and students, but it's important for the literacy interventionist to also continue learning. Um, there is a state dyslexia conference that's offered by Region 10 in Dallas, and so our teachers attend that. Um, we also have a group of interventionists that are finishing up year two at Scottish Rite in their Take Flight program. Um, and we had four new members that joined us this year that went through MTA, which is multi-sensory teaching approach. Um, we meet with local dyslexia leads from districts around GCISD, um, and so that's a great opportunity um, to hear what and problem solve um, with those around us. Um, and we also stay current and ahead um, of updates to the State Dyslexia Handbook. Um, a new um, update rolled out um, within the past month, and I am proud to say that with the work of the Special Ed Department and also the 504 Department, we're actually a step ahead of where Texas was going. Um, so we are excited um, about that, um, but continue to learn and grow. Um, but goal one, the heart of what we do, is to actively identify and remove barriers that limit access and opportunities for learning. Um, and I know I spoke last year and possibly the year before about the interactive boards that you'll see on that left-hand side. Um, but that's given us an amazing opportunity um, to utilize some of those dyslexia resources as we engage students in the learning. Um, and we also, you know, continue to have students come to the board um, and work on the coding, which you'll see in that middle slide. Um, and so we create that culture that fosters learning environments um, that reflect students' voice um, and promote student engagement through some of the areas you saw up there, the um, student we heard from GES, um, and then we'll hear from another one in just a little bit. Um, so dyslexia over the years in GCISD, um, so you can see we go back quite a few years, um, back to 2014, 2015. Um, our goal has been to actively identify those students that need um, intervention services. Um, just to point out some of the columns. So once a student is identified with dyslexia, even when their intervention is done, that dyslexia identification stays with them. So you can see the number of students identified with dyslexia, the percentage, and also the number of students that are currently in um, dyslexia intervention. And um, our percentage of identification continues to be above um, what the state identification rate is. 
Okay, now I'm going to turn it over to Mrs. Keith from Heritage Elementary. Hello, uh, my name is Sherry Keith and I am a literacy intervention teacher at Heritage Elementary School. Um, I have been in the district for 19 years. I know I look great, thanks. Um, <laughs> my journey to becoming a literacy intervention teacher is actually an extremely long story. Um, and I know nobody wants to be here really long, so I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, I'm looking in the sea of faces and uh, I spent nine years as a kindergarten through fifth grade elementary Spanish teacher. And I taught a couple of people here um, as a Spanish teacher. And then I moved into first grade and I taught three years there. And one of my students is here, crazy enough. And then I spent five years as a second grade teacher. Um, as a reading enthusiast myself, I actually um, enjoyed teaching the reading part myself. And um, I became so excited about teaching reading um, until 2013. And I had my first experience with a dyslexia child. Um, he was a child from another state and he moved into my class and he struggled so much with writing and spelling and I didn't really know what to do. And um, I remember being so confused and I didn't know how to help him. And, and so I just started asking questions and I immersed myself in that journey. And I didn't, it was something I didn't fully understand at the time. And so I was reading books, um, Overcoming Dyslexia by Sally Shaywitz and um, meeting with the lit teachers on campus. And, and I just started advocating for him. He's now a freshman at Grapevine High School. And he um, wrote me an email and just um, said how much I impacted his life. And um, that was the experience that really led me to when this position came available right before the pandemic, I was like, I, I've, I've got to take this job. Um, I wish I could be more articulate about why I love this job so much. And, um, and I can't, except for to say that it's the most rewarding job I've ever had. Over the last year and a half, I've learned that um, I am more passionate about dyslexia than I've ever been about anything in my whole life. Um, I've never stopped learning about it. Um, even when I'm scrolling through Instagram at night, um, that's where I find some of my best ideas. Okay, I really steal them. Um, that 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 binder, I, I, got, I stole that idea. Um, I was having a student who was having a hard time blending words. And I was like, oh, that, that looks really cool. And um, he went from one out of 10 words, he, being able to read one out of 10 words, he's now able to read six out of 25. Um, the salt, that one little guy is tracing um, a cursive eye uh, he, with salt and then shaving cream. Who does love messing around with shaving cream, right? Um, I've learned that sometimes it's okay to not be okay and to ask questions. Um, I don't have all the answers and um, I do a lot of reading and um, I'm incredibly lucky that I have a group of about six of my fellow lit teachers who they've become some of my greatest friends. I've learned that some of my students are the toughest, hardest working kids that I've ever met. Um, I have a parent here who one of her students or her child, um, he's in my class and he's the greatest kid I've ever met. I would do anything for these kids. I would storm all of your board meetings and I would go to every RTI meeting for them. 
to advocate for them for their spelling tests, for their accommodations to make sure that they were taken care of. But I would make sure that they could advocate for themselves, that they knew that they could learn how to read. The impact that dyslexia intervention, I told myself I wasn't gonna cry. <laughs> the impact dyslexia intervention has on students is that it empowers them to be successful. By teaching them the code and all the rules that they can learn to break the code along with why behind our language, we're equipping our students with the tools they need, need to read. Another one of my biggest success stories is this little guy right here. This is Joshua. He just passed his kit two mastery checks for reading and spelling. But if you saw where he was just a year ago, when he was online the entire year, remote learning from his little living room, you'd be floored. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my buddy Joshua. Joshua's a third grader at Heritage Elementary School, and I'm extremely honored that he's here with me tonight. He puts in the work every single day. I couldn't be more proud of this little guy. Joshua, come on up. He's going to tell you all about his little journey. Let's see if I can figure this out. Yeah. Okay, Joshua, here we go. Joshua, how has dyslexia intervention helped you? I've learned to have confidence. I can read books faster. I don't have to sound out, out words. I've become a better speller. I can even spell prairie. Prairie, that's a hard word. <laughs> what do you wish teachers or other students knew about dyslexia? I am creative and notice things other people don't see. My brain might add a little to a word, but it doesn't mean I don't know what it says. You also love building Legos, too. Yeah. What else do you like to do? Um, play my Nintendo, and I love dogs. You do love dogs. You love dogs. What are your hopes for the future? To be a vet or a pet shop owner, because I love dogs. You do love dogs. Thank you, Joshua. You even wrote out all your answers, too, didn't you? <laughs> Okay, so that just gives you a little insight um, into dyslexia in our district. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform you prefer so you don't miss an update. If you'd like to learn more about the GCISD Board of Trustees, including trustee bios, previous meeting minutes, meeting schedule, and more, please visit www.gcisd.net.